0: Hey, welcome everybody to Fireside Craps uh, with old Johnny here. Um, I got a really special guest with us today. Um, I've teased this now for, I don't know, a few weeks or so. Um, I got my friend JB here, otherwise known as Myopia Movie. And if you're like me now, maybe you're not like me, but when I when I put a video out on YouTube on either the Pro Craps channel or Casino Gaming TV, you know, one thing we do, we're all kind of uh, we're a little crazy and we look at our at our feeds, and we see, you know, who's commenting and how many views we're we getting. And there are a couple of people that I'm like, I really hope myopia movie watched the video, but God, I hope it doesn't comment because every time I see an M, the the white M in the purple thing there, my heart drops for a minute. So I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> what did I what did I get wrong this time? Where's my math failing me? Um, but it's always it's educational, right? And, and so we've reached out, um, JB, and we've talked a little bit here. Uh, privately we've had a conversation or two on the phone we've we've exchanged a ton of emails and i've gotten to know you pretty well over the course of the last year or so so hey welcome to the welcome to the show i know we have lots and lots and lots to chat about
1: yeah thanks for having me it's uh i was telling you in the in the pre-show we were i I think i I, the first time i saw one of your videos was a fireside craps you know a year year and Uh a half ago whenever it was so it's kind of neat to come full circle and actually be on one of these things so happy (laughs) to do it
0: it's good, man. I, I'll tell you, the the Fireside Craps thing lost. I lost a lot of steam with it, and I was telling Greg this when we did our, our last show. I started it over a year ago. We're just talking like last November, right after the first Crapsathon. I started it because I was struggling with what do I do with the Pro Craps channel because I, I didn't I didn't have Casino Gaming TV back then. It was just the Pro Craps channel. Yeah, And I, I thought, know. and I thought, you know, I'm trying to brand myself as like, you know, how to play the game, quote unquote, um, how to play like a pro quote unquote, um, and me going off with like opinions didn't seem like it fit the channel. Like I didn't want that to be like like an all everything channel. So I said, let me do a podcast because I, I love a podcast. Like I love walking my dog and listening to people talk about stuff. And that's why I did it. And almost immediately I started the casino gaming TV, coffee and craps thing. And now I'm doing a live show every single day and I couldn't find time for this. But
1: this is a cool thing. Yeah. I like it too. I, I mean, I, I even listen to, so I've watched slash listen to every video you've ever made on either one of the channels, most of them more than once. Cause one of the things for the last 10 years of my life, when I go to sleep, I just put headphones in, listen to some kind of podcast. And this is just another, another thing right. that I kind of put in the rotation. So even when you're rolling out strategies and doing stuff, that's more visual, I, you know, half the time I'm still just kind of got in my ears as just a way to kind of zone out and go to sleep. So I sort of enjoy the, the podcast methodology of it all, but
0: that's cool. It's, well, I, And I say this like last time, it's got to be a non-visual thing. The podcasts are great. You can just, like, I do the same thing. I zone out, but I zone out to Waylon. Waylon, yeah. I always joke, he's like my, my uh, pillow buddy. Like I put him on and just like hear him roll and talk, you know, seeing his, about his 12s and his, his, his so, so, and I, I get it. It just puts me really out, it. man. Every time it, it's, it's fantastic. So um, what a world, right? How, YouTube like back when I started it, the channel has completely changed. Like completely changed since then. You know, we've gotten so much more, so many more channels and information out there. It's crazy. And I, for a guy like you, who I know you're into the math, right? You're, you're, you you have math in your life as part of your living. Um, it's got to drive you a little bit nuts with all the things that are happening out there, right? Sort of. I,
1: yeah. No, I, I think the thing that is really the, the thing that people probably don't fully understand until they talk to me for a bit, and maybe this avenue, as we talk on this episode and maybe a few more down the line, people will have a, a better understanding of where I'm coming from. I really feel, and I don't know why this is, but I just sort of feel protective over the people that don't know yet. There's a lot of people out there. I love the game. I play more craps than anybody you've ever met. I promise you that. it's It's absurd how much I play. I've seen everything you can see good and bad and and ugly. And Mm -hmm. there's uh, one of the things that that really sort of hurts my heart, to be honest with you, is when I see people come to the game and not have an under think they have an understanding and not really have an understanding and just get smacked in the face with uh, a dose of reality that is not just bad, but they didn't realize was possible. And there's one of the things I really respect about everything that you're doing and the channel and the way you approach this is, um, Yes, you may not know 100% of everything that there is out there, but you have an inquisitive mind. And when someone can show you objectively, you know, maybe something that you might have had wrong, you sort of go, wait, okay, now I understand. And and I yeah. think that's awesome. Yeah. I just, I, I kind of feel there's too many people out there. And, and as the, the, chan- the number of channels grows, you, you're going to get some of all different types. There's just too many people out there with a mentality of can't lose type strategy crafting and stuff. And it's just not Mm -hmm. true. And, and I I just want people to understand once you understand, I mean, I really don't care what I'm very libertarian about these sort of things. Just Mm -hmm. do whatever you want to with your money, play how you want to play. I really, none of it bothers me, but what hurts, I think a little too much is when I see somebody show up at the casino and you can tell they've, read a book or watched a strategy video or whatever. And they've got this idea of here's, I'm just going to come in. I'm going to win my ex and I'm going to leave. And they are blown away and shocked when it doesn't happen. It's like, yeah, I wish someone could be there and just go, look, let me help you understand <laughs> the full yeah. reality of it all. And then make your own informed decisions. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't really see myself in the same light as I, I think probably a lot of people do.
0: Yeah, I think the thing is that you you come off sometimes in comments like, oh, you know, math guy knows it all kind of thing, right? But but in talking to you, that's not the case. And I think the the thing you're hitting on here, which is super relevant, and I think the most eye-opening thing to me, and when I first started playing craps, I really didn't – I was young. I was like 23 years old. I didn't really put two and two together. Um, But most other games, craps and roulette I think are unique across the casino And, and sports betting, but that's a whole different topic I think. Craps and roulette, you can put many bets out there. Like, you know, blackjack, it's you put your money out there. And even if you're a complete novice, you put your money out there, you can give them the puppy dog look and they'll tell you what to do. And you either win or you lose. It's like a slot machine with live people. Baccarat, same thing, right? Pie gals, all those games. You put your one bet out and hopefully that bet wins and they tell you what happens. Craps it's not well you can you can play pass line and just kind of ignore the rest of the world but you can put like a whole bunch of money on many different bets and lose for lots of reasons and yeah. win for lots of reasons and all of a sudden like you said the worst thing in, in the world you go out there and you win a bunch of money and don't know why like most people's yeah. first experience is that but you could get whacked so hard in this game and not know why and like well what the hell happened every you know but yeah, it's more than one bet. It isn't just putting 5 hours out there and hoping you get a blackjack. It's putting 66 bucks out there and somebody rolls the dice and they take all your money. It's like watching Chevy Chase in, in yeah. Vegas Vacation. Like, you know, guess yeah. what number is behind my back kind of thing.
1: You're just shaking the head of no and taking your money from me. No, I totally get it. No, I mean <laughs> easily, I, I think
0: By the way, easily the best scene in any movie of all time.
1: I love it. Oh, I like know exactly that, what you're talking about.
0: See what number I'm thinking of.
1: <laughs> I, I think I think one of the things that, that I find very perversely beautiful about the game of craps is that how how much of the game is designed to give you the false impression that you can do something with it, that you can outthink the table or time this or strategize that again i don't have any the the theme of all of our talks will be i don't begrudge anybody playing a certain way doing a strategy switching around i don't i mean do whatever you want Mm -hmm. i just want people to fully understand what they are and aren't avoiding strategizing against it's this you're you're playing against you know it's not literally a machine but it's like in the abstract sense this machinery that doesn't care what you're doing it has no right. feelings it is it's like i have always i've joked with you in the past about you know a lot of people you would be one of them i i sort of envision like an offensive coordinator with like a play calling sheet in front of you and kind of yes. looking at the table <laughs> and going ah let's try and run this strategy against right. this table and the table is looking at you going I'm a random number generator, man. I don't, I don't have any idea. I'm not strategizing against you. You know, like when this really, uh, we we won't do this now, but we could. if you get deeper into like the, the mathematics of all of this stuff, like if you wanted to play competitive rock, paper, scissors against somebody, the optimal strategy is just to randomize between rock, paper, and scissors. You can't, no one can find a way to systematically beat you. And so that the table is just one third rock, one third paper, one third scissors, and you're over there going, "Well, I've seen two scissors. Let me play paper." You know, like it's all—it's all sort of. Um, right. Well, it doesn't, doesn't really you, work that way.
0: Yeah, true. Unless, unless you and we could talk about this too at some point. Unless you're buying into the idea of, of dice control or dice influence on any level, because then what you're sure. saying is, sure, competitive rock paper scissors, but I can tease out an extra two rocks every hundred rolls, and I can hide a scissors three times out of every hundred trials, then you're playing, then you are the OC. Then you got yes. your play sheet out and saying, well, absolutely I'm pretty sure that right now I'm feeling it. My hands are warm. I'm, I, you know, uh, they're dry tables, good condition. I can, sure. I can hide, I can hide that scissors for a minute.
1: And, and if you can, can,
0: if you can do the, it,
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Then, then you're not playing a random number generator anymore. If, if you can do that, I will pay for you to fly there
0: to the go. Midwest where I live,
1: and <laughs> yeah. we. I get a. I get a semi-private table to myself four days a week,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I will play for. And I and you can sit there and shoot with an empty to. Ta- and half of the table will be completely empty. There'll be nothing impeding you. If you could right. do that, I will trust me. I will. You can come down here and shoot for me, and we will split the money that Let's we would. <laughs> I would. I mean, I got no qualms yeah. about that. I don't actually think it is repeatably possible, but. I, trust me, I, I wish I wish it were because uh, it the were way too. I play would would be insanely lucrative. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, let's let's jump into that. Let's talk about how you yeah. play. Then I, I do want to circle back and talk about DI love, but let's talk about how you play because I think coming off as the math guy, the math guy, yeah, right. You don't play pass line nah. max Oz math guy style. Like that's nah. what all the books say you ought to do. And I was shocked by them. when we first started talking. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> And, I, and I'm expecting you every time I do a video to come up, you know, and crawl up my rear end and tell me, you know, stop trying to teach people how to press blah, blah, blah. You got to play the pass and odds. Like you don't play that way. How do you play? Do what's, your, what's your walk up? What's your walk up strategy?
1: So uh, the only thing that changes with me is the starting level and the starting level of my bets has no pattern. There's no system. There's no, if I lose, I go up or down or anything like that. It's just based on how I feel. And usually if I'm in a super bad mood or a super good mood, my bets are higher because I'm either just annoyed with it all, or uh, it's been going well. I will do somewhere between 500 inside, so like 100 on the five and nine, 150 on the six and eight, place bets. Yeah, uh, that is the kind of the base level. I have done as high as 4,400 inside as a starting point. That is rare as a,
0: as a, as a jump-off point.
1: As a starting point, yeah, is that, that is, is that rare. Admittedly. On, is that going
0: on tilt, or is that because you want? Yeah, to mostly. It?
1: Okay, uh, a little. It's it's one of two extremes. It's either pure tilt annoyance, or um, it's been insanely good, and now I'm just going to start there. Uh, sure. the, the probably the most common is 1,200, 300 a number inside, and I start to press pretty quick um, from the bite from the base level. I press right away, and I don't really stop. I mean. I shouldn't say I don't stop pressing because it's not like I literally full press every single time, every single roll until the table maximum. Built into there is like, for example, the first time a five rolls, I've got 300 on it, I go to 500. So I collect 220. The second time it rolls, I put 200 on the four because I don't have a four to start with. So I collect 500 and I put 200 on the four. So like little things like that are, there's always money being pressed somewhere on the table, but it's not just... 300 600 1200 2400 and so on and so forth but i am playing for the one or two times a week where there's a 35 to 45 roll hand or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to make a significant amount of money and i know going in that the substantial majority of hands i'm gonna collect little to nothing i mean that's just part of it, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, so I, I always laugh at the, I laugh at the. I, I'm sure, and the, even the people who in the sort of comment section who are likely to be my most vocal advocates and agree with me the most would probably now roll their eyes at hearing that. That's how I play, <laughs> and that's fine. There, there is a slightly more complicated version of the mathematics that we can worry about sometime down the line if people are interested, mm-hmm. that, that has led me to play that way. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the the thing I want I one of the things I've always wanted to say about the moniker, the arc of being sort of labeled as like the math guy. And, and I, I sort of, I think that's fair. Um, the, the way I would say it is if I, if you took a baseball and put it in your hand and then dropped it, do you believe it would hit the floor? <laughs> yeah okay okay yeah. or does that make you a physics guy
0: no yeah okay okay yeah.
1: see that's that's i mean yeah i mean look i believe right, right. in the laws of probability these things are immutable like and so yes and to that if that is what it requires me look there are people in the world that don't believe, that believe gravity doesn't exist right and so right. you know it sounds crazy to say but it's true well, um I, I, so, I, so I, I'm, I I'm a math guy right. as much as you're a physics guy in that sense and you believe sure. when you you know these things to be true like there's not much more to it than that. At least that's how I look at it.
0: Well, and I think the thing is i labeled labeled as a math guy means you know, understand can execute math and also play that way. I, I think that the, the example that you gave is interesting. The gravity thing, it, it'd be the equivalent of like saying, I understand the laws of gravity and I can teach them to like understand to the point where I could teach them yeah. and, and convey them to others. Yet I'm still thinking that I can walk outside and float. <laughs> Yeah. Right. That I that I can beat them, right? Or you just embrace the fact that that's what's going to happen, right? And and I think there's this interesting thing with with craps, and I think it's such a it's such a crazy game because every other game in the casino is purely purely random. We all had this belief that this is not, or that we can beat it somehow, or that there was a rhythm sure. to it. I think rhythm. You know me. I'm a rhythm teacher, right? I I believe wholeheartedly that tables have rhythm. I don't know that you can predict the rhythm but you can definitely jump in and start dancing a little bit
1: with it well so yeah i don't even disagree with i mean i just so i the thing i disagree is that the rhythm ever actually even even in retrospect if we were to if we were to put what I wish we could do, like for example, because I literally watch all of your videos when you're doing your practice rolls at night and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't often watch them live, but I've watched every one of them. I just enjoy. Yeah. I just enjoy it for whatever reason. I kind of pretend and play along in my head, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that we could we you could we could have a little flag that said every time you felt like you know what the rhythm is good, we just mark mm-hmm. it, and then I could show you. I believe after you're done with 10,000 rolls or whatever it is that, okay, you got to choose when the rhythm you, you don't have, you could, it may, maybe one night you never say there's a good rhythm. That's fine. I'm not forcing you to say it. Sure. You tell me when the rhythm is good and I'm going to look for the next five or 10 or the next X number of rolls. And I feel very strongly that if I showed you that distribution, you wouldn't be able to tell it apart from the others. And that, that's what I really believe. But at the same time, I, I play the way I play and I play, mostly by myself Uh, for the speed of the game, for the rhythm of the shooting. I don't like to wait for it drives me. I will not play Friday night. I will not play on New Year's Eve. These, I cannot stand, even though it would work better in terms of like, you know, I'm doing myself a disservice in terms of like being rated by, because I'm throwing the dice every five seconds or whatever it, sure. sometimes, you know, I'm getting in the equipment. So I might play six hours, seven hours a day by myself. That's the equivalent of, five friday nights in a row of, of five sure. hours a piece or whatever for, for a lot of people but i still get annoyed when the rhythm gets broken up or somebody's staring behind me or like stops for at sure. the table or you know like i don't believe it matters but i still for me it's more like a i mean like the all of this is a way to craft endorphin release right our reward yeah. system in our brain is enjoying and for me I got so used to being able to get resolution of the dice every 15 seconds or less. Having to stop and do one roll every two minutes, I it, it literally, like, it, it, it's no fun to me anymore. So sure. I believe in those types of things, or I believe in, like, I, I enjoy the game more. Um, you know, sometimes it feels, even I get, it feels like it, oh, we've got a good one going, and let's just, like, keep the flow kind of thing. Sure. But, you know, I mean, I, my favorite thing is like the, oh, the dealer, like sometimes when they pass the dice, they just get stuck. They get caught up and they fall over and they show a seven or whatever. And even the dealers are like, uh oh, they try and take the dice back. I'm like, just right. quit just it. The, just hand yeah. me the dice and I'll throw and whatever shows up. And I it, like it happened today and it was a 10. And I go, every time you do that, it's a 10. You know, I just like make mm-hmm. these things up that it's not really, you know, it's just trying yeah. to. To get away I, I tried my best to get away from thinking like that because I, I just think it's i think it's basically like believing yeah believing you can float is probably the good the good yeah. example
0: of and, it and rhythm is such a weird and we've had this talk of rebound too rhythm's weird right I'm the same way when I'm throwing at the casino and Ian my friend uh, who plays with me all the time here in Washington he he, he and i had this conversation almost every time we play cuz i get the dice and i'm like and i'm in my group and i'm doing good i'm doing good i'm doing good and then doesn't somebody do something stupid and i'm not yeah, a big believer in superstition but i'm a believer in breaking the rhythm like buying in late or or yeah. arguing with the dealer about their pay like whatever the payout was yep, and i had the dice right. and they had their sure. hands down and i'm like damn it just get your hands off the table for a second and now i'm out of it Then I got to stop, regroup, do this with my hands and kind of, and then it's always a seven. I know it's not always a seven, but freaking hell, it feels like it's always a seven. No,
1: I look, I feel, I feel the same. No, I do. I feel the same things. Yeah. I actually, for what I, for this was, I used to play in Louisiana um, years ago and I used to, that was when I would be at a a table often full of other people. You get to see all the same kind of people, a bunch and stuff like that. But I would, everybody had their things. And I and I just I, I ended up just making a little thing like on the notepad in my phone, just dice fell off the table, stick change, whatever, whatever, and just mm-hmm. track the first roll after all of these obnoxious things, right? Just for my own peace of mind and just to show people like it, sure. it's it's a very well known psychological thing like confirmation bias is real. Like 100%. we see I, the things we want to see yeah. and we don't see the things we don't want to see. Like that mm-hmm. it's very explainable, right? But I felt yeah, I mean really I fall really prey crazy. to it too. My, my least favorite thing in the world right now is hitting. So I bet the bonus for all tall and small, but only the, the all, I don't care about the sides. And my least favorite thing in the world is to hit the half of the bonus, because I feel like I can get past that first roll after hitting half the bonus. One out of every, I feel like I'm, I'm sevening out 90% of the time. It's certainly not. And I know that it's not, but it sure feels like it. Like I just get to this, on the line. You, it feels it feels like that that's just one of these things that i know that do- i also know doesn't exist so i'm not a, i'm not immune to feeling these things i just right. separate i i'm able to sometimes not in the moment perfectly but i'm able to kind of just rise above it a little bit and just and just go okay that's that's just objectively not true empirically we can count <laughs> all of the times when we when x happens and yeah, it's it's the next roll is a seven, mm-hmm. one sixth of the time. That's just that's how it is, you know. Like
0: well, and I think it's it's t- it's timing. And I think confirmation b- As a Matter of fact, I taught a lecture on confirmation bias this morning. Believe it or not, so your timing is perfect on that. <laughs> it, but it happens. The thing is, it, it it's I, I think there's a there's a relationship between the confirmation bias happening and what happens. In other words, dice go off the table. It's going to be a seven. But if you're in the come out roll, you don't really your brain just puts that aside.
1: Yeah.
0: Who cares if it was seven? But if you've just had a six or seven rolls and you're pressed up like you would be, right? You got, you know, yeah. five hundred here and, and all and you're doing great and you bounce one off the chip and it goes off the table. And that next one's a seven, you'll never forget that. Right. And that's yeah. these things your 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 brain, the engrams it, it just implants them in there. Yes, it does. We an, un- we anchor
1: on these moments. We anchor because they're they're basically high leverage moments, right? It's the same yes. for me it's the same yes, way. Course. So So there was another, there was a time a few weeks ago that I was in the middle of a very, very good role. And for me, that might mean several thousand dollars on every number all the way across, right? And some, you know, goofball comes up to the other side of the table where there's no dealer standing and stands there and starts to pull out, you know, $120. And they say, well, you can play. It's it's not a table that I don't make it. It's not my table. I just, I set the table limits a little higher to try and cut the volume down. And this place is, has agreed to do that for me on sort of low, you know, I can't do that on Friday night or whatever, but they'll do it for me on Tuesday afternoon. And and I appreciate that. And so we're like, just come over here and play. And then, and it's like, just to let you know, it's a $50 table. And they, they stand and they go 15. He's like, no 50, there's a sign right here. And we kind of point at it. And the whole time I'm just like, I was like, can you just, can you just leave me a, a play? If you want to play, that's fine. I don't care. But leave me a look. Can you just stop coming up in the middle of all this? I've got, on the table right now. Can you, can you just leave me alone? And of course, like you forget the fact that how lucky you were to like, nobody wants to sort of acknowledge how lucky you were to get to that point. Obviously that was a role that was, you know, maybe one in a hundred or so. Sure. So it's very, very, I'm already in a very lucky part, but when you know, I've never turned a bet off in my life. And, but man alive, there, there've been a dozen times when I really, I had to, fight. I just won't. I won't let myself believe in any of that. And it's like, if I wouldn't throw, if yeah. I wouldn't turn the bed off without the guy there, why would I do it now that he's mm-hmm. there? Cause he's not touching the dice. He's not, he's yeah. just, it's a little bit annoying. People can't read signs, but you know, but whatever. That rhythm.
0: so you know, it's funny. And I, and I, I should get Neil deGrasse Tyson on here one of these days to talk about this, but I, I know this is bullshit, what I'm about to say, but I, but I know that slot machines work like slot machines work where they have an RNG running, perpetually there's always an rng right. running billions and trillions of trends of, of of calculations per second right and when you hit the button it stops that's your number yep. Yep. and i always had this like life is an rng like i'm living in a in a wide open rng and if i'm True. throwing the dice every 15.3 seconds i'm in the rhythm i got my groove going the minute something screws that up like the rng keeps going and now i'm going to get that seven. I know that's not what happens, right? But it feels like no. But it took, feels like, like you, you the were going like, to get
1: something different. What it feels yes. like, I think, is you were going to get a different outcome. You have got yeah. the bad one, therefore you say you say to yourself two things: I got a bad outcome. Mm-hmm. Something changed, which meant the thing was going to be different. Different than bad is good. I was going to get a good one, which may or may not be true. But yeah, it is. I, I look, I get it. I really, it's, I, I, I sympathize because it's, it's, it's I, I ludic- do the same thing. It drives me ludic- absolutely ludic- up the wall. Yeah. When people stop, like they stop the flow of, of whatever's going on or whatever. Yeah. But the, the best role I ever had in my entire life, we had to wait like about 12 minutes because I, mm. I broke the table. They didn't have money to pay my current bet that oh, had no. just won. <laughs> and so, but and we made it, I think, five rolls after yeah, that, you know, of all the times in the world. Yeah. And I had a significant amount of money on the table when, when they got the fill. And it wasn't even that big of a fill, honestly. They could have, they could not have afforded, you know, another ten rolls. They could have, you know, they would have had to get a second fill. But of all the times in the world that I want, I mean, that I had to go, okay, just you talk about breaking rhythm. Like I'm in Man. the middle of, you know, it's probably fifty roll. I don't know how many. I don't really track these things, but it's probably fifty rolls or whatever. And I'm at table max on several numbers and like two way max, you know, put bets and place bets, and I'm like. I don't really stop, right? And this is, I, I mean, I have, like, it's just me, but I've got like eight eight people's racks full of chips. It's curving around the table. Like they literally couldn't pay, I had a thousand dollar hard six. They couldn't pay. They didn't have enough money to pay. And and for me to go, okay, that was like the hardest test of it all to go, okay, none of that matters. This is just the next roll. We're just in the middle of the roll. I don't know what the point, you know, just, and we did, we made it through, you know, that's a time when, I'm sure if it had been a seven out on the first roll after waiting for 12 minutes, I would have been so angry with it, but mm-hmm. there, there really wasn't anything that could be done in that time, but right. it, you know, there was, there was a big part of me. It's like, why don't you just like come down to only 2000, a number or what, you know, I, I, it worked sure. out to be to where we did get, I think, five rolls after that. So it was, you know, as good as a perfectly normal outcome or whatever, but, um, You talk about high leverage spot. I mean, that's, those are the things that will stick in your mind forever.
0: That long of a wait. Well, and the thing is, like I said, if if these statements are both ludicrous, right? One is the, my RNG statement, right? I I feel like your, your personal RNG is going and you're going to get the different outcome, which I know is wrong. The other side of that though, and, and coming back, let's wind back a little bit. If you're, if you think you can throw the dice with any kind of leverage, any kind of control at all, like I, I think I kind of can. That long of a wait takes me out of muscle memory. Like you get your sure. groove where you got it, you got it, you got it, and you wait 11 minutes. Now you don't have it anymore. So I have gotten superstitious in that regard. Where and I've done this. I've like set the dice, and you know somebody does the reach in thing, or I've dropped them. I've like gotten yep. ready to throw, and, I, and I'm like, oh shit, I drop them. And I wipe my hands off. I say turn my bets off, grab the dice again, and I get one throw, and then I come back in, and make sure I'm still okay. Which yeah. I know was stupid because I wasted a five and then I seven out, you know, and I realized that it's not smart, but, um, from, well, a see, perspective I, 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 would, I, I, feel I, mean, like you got it right. Does that make
1: sense? Look, I've, I'm somebody in, in, when I was younger, I played several, several sports at a reasonably high level. I, I play golf, um, as more than a hobby. I truly, truly understand muscle memory, repetitive action, um, what it takes to get to be as precise as you need to be. Um, I mean, I'm somebody who has, you know, I, last year, I, you know, I shoot in the high 60s pretty regularly. Golf is a, is not just a – I mean, it is fun, but it's not just a fun thing for me. Yeah. I really, really, really understand what that means, getting in the zone and, and being locked in and stuff like that. I just um, – yeah, I, I just I, – I, I guess I've just seen – if it is possible to do something like that, Mm -hmm. um i've just it's it i guess i i would have i would have by sheer chance i would have run into somebody that could do it by now and i i I haven't and and i've actually played at the same table with more than one i don't want to mention it because i don't really i'm not trying to denigrate people but more than one you know person who if i said the name that people would know everybody listening to this would know who i'm talking about more than one person like that and it's And I know that, and I don't actually think they're worse than random. Don't get me wrong. There's no such thing really. Um, But I've never seen, I've never seen someone who, you know, is a quote unquote influencer be even, be even average. And so it's hard for me. Like, again, that, again, I don't chalk it up. I don't think that they're worse or anything like that. I'm just like, and i don't mind if people as long as people aren't taking you know 40 seconds to set the dices i don't really care what you do because i don't think it matters but the number of times that like i had a person so i was on a trip i was playing craps in another country here about maybe a month a couple weeks ago anyway and you know and there's a there's this old man he comes up to me and and i'm i'm betting you know more than the rest of the table combined or whatever and he, and I don't care. I stand, I stand at stick left or right one because I like to be first in line in terms of when we're going around the table, paying the bets. Sure. That's the only, I don't, I'll even pass the dice. I shoot the dice by myself so much. I'm happy to let other people shoot plenty. I just, I don't care. I, I wish we could just, as long as it's going to go quickly, but this guy, he just comes up. There's, there's eight spots at the table open, basically. And he's like, can I have this spot? I, you know, I really only want to shoot from here. And I'm like, are you serious, man? You know, And he goes, yeah, this is, uh, and I was like, so I'm going to be the bad guy if I say no here, which I think right. is crazy. And so I right. go, okay, fine. I said, so, but he goes, what he see goes, he goes, trust me, I'm going to make you some money. And I said, okay. And if you don't, are you going to like pay me back? And I'm just being, I'm saying it tongue in cheek. He, he goes, that, to- and he I absolutely said it to him. <laughs> him. And he said, and he okay. said, sure. When I don't, I wouldn't, I didn't, right, right. wouldn't have held into that or whatever anyway. And so he get up, he gets up there. He has two hands. The first hand, he goes seven, five, seven. So then we go around the table. Now, now he's got a chance to have warmed up or whatever. He's got his, he's got a notebook out. He's glogging everything. I mean, he's got every, it's the, every stereotype you can come up with. Right. And the second time he goes seven, seven, three, seven, eight, seven. And I'm like, okay, thanks buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you, you never ever hit, like you didn't hit a single number. <laughs> I, 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 and I know that's only two roles and that doesn't mean anything. And that's sure. But like when you, you combine, I don't know, I just have this list. So this, it wasn't this guy, right. This particular person. But if I put all of these guys into the same archetype and I, if I kept records of these things, I'd probably be down, you know, I don't even want to say how much it might be, you know, on professional dice influence shooting the dice from like, please just stop <laughs> like the, the facade is it's hard. Like I said, I would trust me, trust me. If you can pull this off or someone, you know, can pull this off, we will make an arrangement and, yeah. and I'll be happy to let you come shoot in the, in the best conditions you could ever hope for. And I'll just sit over there and bet shoot until yeah. you're tired and then stop, you know, but <laughs> well, I, I, I just, with I guys. I play with a few guys that are really good
0: and have done really well for me. So I've seen it. And again, you can chalk it up to they had a great day randomly or they're actually doing it. I've had great experiences. I've had some bad ones. And and I'm the first to admit my own experience has been terrible sometimes. I'm sometimes really awful. And I've said this, and and I think I said this on one of my practice shows when I was doing it at night. It's so different. And I think it's unrealistic, even what I'm doing out there in the garage practicing. And I think I'm making some headway. I'm getting better. I feel good about things. Um, but at the, at the at the actual casino you get the dice and you you gotta warm up right your first time is four five six rolls it's garbage especially for me right i'm just trying to feel it out it's an hour and a half i gotta survive <laughs> yeah. i gotta survive an hour and a half to get the dice back and yeah. i'm not loaded right so if i buy in for a grand i gotta make that last for all the other schleps out there and again sure. again me i'm okay you you all suck except for me so it's you know it's a it's adult pass and a combat. i'm waiting for my turn yeah you know and in that hour and a half i whatever muscle memory i might have gained it's gone yeah i suck again like i said i you know,
1: i mean come but, come yeah come to the midwest buddy I would, uh, you, well, can, you can you can you can sit <laughs> there coming. and shoot, shoot with with no you can you can warm yeah. up i mean it's it's literally a it's the setup i could i could this. there's there's not even there's not another person at the other side of the table there's no, there's not even a stack of chips and a dealer standing there. Nothing. Right. It's as pristine. It's just like you shooting in your garage in terms of yeah. there's nothing on the other end of the table. You're the only shooter. You can get your rhythm or what, like, try, look, I, like, I wish, get, I wish it were true. Like getting,
0: getting into it is that uh, for a yeah. shooter, you feel like, like we've talked about this, right? You feel like you're getting, you're getting with it. And I think we talked about this once too, about like, like you said, um, uh, tracking the, the throws where I'm in rhythm, I just want to track the throws where I felt like it was a good throw. Me and too. I, think, I,
1: I, would I, anything, it, I would give anything. I would give anything. I think it's so I objective. did it one time. I did it one time just cause I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a nerd at, at, with data and things like that. It's just, <laughs> it's just my nature. I, I'm like, I do empirical research for a living. And so I'm just in, I'm into this kind of stuff. I enjoy looking at analyzing the pictures and the charts and all of that stuff. And I only did it for one video, but you know, Eric, because you don't always say you don't always say anything, but sometimes you throw and before they stop, you say, "Yep, that was a good one," or "Up, that was terrible." And you know, you some every once in a while, and I flagged them, mm-hmm. and I, I, it just, I, uh, the punchline is, it. I don't know that you'd feel any more confident about your ability to probably, to, to probably pick not. it out. Like there were plenty of that was a terrible role that ended well. There were plenty of that was a good throw that ended up in your in your case with, you know, five four, which is a quote unquote, bad, I mean, quote unquote, bad outcome for what you're trying I mean, to do right now. Yeah. Right. In this, in that setting. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? And so it, it, I only did it yeah. for one video just because I, it was yeah. just my own little curiosity. Right. I do yeah. I wish we could him. too.
0: I do. And it's, it's very, it's very subjective. It's like, you know, okay. That felt of course bad. it is, But what you can say is, and again, I think that the metric I'm trying to get to is how many times can I pull off what I would call a perfect throw? Like it's freaking hard. Golf sure. is a great analogy. I think golf is the best analogy because it's so damn hard. And I was, I was a two handicap through high school in my early twenties. Uh, so I, I get it. It's hard to master it. And the minute you step away from that game and you come back to it, you're a 15 handicap. Like there's, yeah. you don't just show up and get it. Um, so to work the muscle memory uh, to a point where you can repeatedly do the perfect drive, a perfect throw, I want to know. Like I said, on the golf course now, one out of one out of five drives is 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 on the screws, right? On the craps table, I'm probably one out of ten shots that I throw. I feel like is on the screws. I'm maybe one tenth of the time was uh, where I go, oh, that was that was perfection. Yeah. So I guess part of it is, is it possible for me to throw a quote unquote perfect shot? A, B of the The answer to that is yes. The answer to that. As someone who. who very vehemently more than, does not more agree? Than one out of ten though. you know what I'm saying more than one out of ten. Because yeah, it, well, I mean, he me is a human the- to physically do it six, seven out of ten times. Say perfect, 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 perfect. Whoops, perfect, perfect, perfect. If I can do that, yeah, then we say of the quote unquote perfect ones, did it actually work? Because if I split the dice or if I throw them too hard, it's yeah. there's there was no control at all. You to throw that throw that result away. If it, if it became a nine. We got lucky on that, well, and I say it all the time, were, like happy it, accident,
1: you know. Well, yeah, and, and that's fine, and and of course, and even even good throws can get can can work out against you sometimes oh, too. Like I totally get it. What I wish the the perfect is impossible, right? This is too much. If we were really gonna, if if we were both trillionaires, right, and we could just do whatever we wanted to do with our time and, and lives. And I mean, I don't know, I guess maybe none of this would be worth it at all if we were trillionaires, but you get my point abstract away <laughs> from all of that. Right. Like what I would love to do was just what the perfect experiment is. We set up like three super high speed cameras at the end of the table from all different angles. Right. Mm-hmm. You stand over there, you make the throw, you, Call out, you wait until you get the perfect one. I I don't care. Like you wait until you get the one. You can have a high standard. It's fine. I don't care if it's one in 20 or one in 30. It doesn't matter. And you go, that was it. You have to say so before they land to be fair with it. And you say that one was it. Then we go, okay, let it. I don't even care. I don't even care what it comes up. If it comes up perfect or imperfect, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to go, okay, what do you think? You did it exact you did it like you thought it was going to work, and you said that was a really good throw. What is it that you think happened on the other end? And you'd say something like my my thing with your style of throwing was always I assume that you might have the physics of it all would suggest you might have some hope to control the bottom one. Because if they both traveled together and landed on one another, you sort of suppress the bottom die into the table. At its face, and it's less likely to move around very mm-hmm. much. That was my thought. Yeah,
0: that's like what if I'm for though.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I'd like to know what you think is going to happen, sure. and then alive. we just go, okay, awesome. Yep. That's what you think is going to happen. Let's look at the tape in super slow mo from three angles, because mm-hmm. there was a guy ten years ago. He, all of his videos, all his uh, I can't is like something high high tower or something like that. He was a big active member on like the wizard of odds forums and stuff like that. And he was doing very similar to what you're doing with a, some hardcore code and some super, super slow-mo. Like he was doing exact same kind of thing you're doing, but with the slow-mo too. And it was It was fun to watch My favorite thing was he would invite people who were, to like wanted to take it, he would like challenge people like, Hey, can you make your seven roll ratio less than X for this many throws or, or more than X or whatever it is. And, and they, some people would take him up on and he would just film and Just, he goes like, warm up if you need to, it's fine. Like, no, nobody's trying to make you just come in cold and be perfect. Sure. And they would do it. And they, and I would love when they'd be like, Oh, double pitched. They're like, yeah. okay, and let's look at the videotape. And that die is showing all six faces eight, eight times, times before it stops. Yep. You didn't double pitch anything here. Yeah. And it's like, okay. so that's, that's I did the first the...
0: and was serious. Do you remember when I did that? I broke down a couple of guys' videos that were like the, these expert guys, slow motion. Yeah. And even Ed Robinson um, sent me, we and he and I did an interview, and he sent me some of his videos of his own slow mo. And he's like, look, man, and he's like, every face is showing. I get it. He's like, it's all about, and I, I've said this too, it's all about the energy. It doesn't matter, I don't think. The set does matter at some point. But um, what faces are showing when they're tumbling around is less important than how often they roll over after the, after the final landing. That's what it's all about to me. Because we know this, you're always halfway home, right? When, when die one lands, you're halfway home. Every single time. Yeah, sure. And to me, it's about, like especially with the set that I'm throwing, um, I think this dice being stacked and the spin rate that I've got, what I hope to see, if I could get the the billion-dollar slow motion camera you're talking about, and I have seen this a couple times when I've tried slow motion, is that I, I skip them in, right? And they hit so hard. And Cashier's Cage gets mad at me for throwing too hard. But I think you need that gyroscopic energy coming off those dice. they got to hit hard enough to hit the diamonds and keep spinning, right? Sure. In that same, on that same plane. There's like an
1: angular momentum argument to be had here. I I, I totally understand what you...
0: And if if I can keep them there, right, in that same horizontal spin after after contact, when they hit the table, then you're hoping for just one or two rollovers. Like you're just trying to control, like how quick is it going still? You cannot control the faces that show, I don't think, with my toss at all. All I can hope to control is how much energy and how many times they flip after they hit. And I think the horizontal spin is a big assist in that. I think it helps. I, I, Maybe. Again, it's, uh, it's it's. I think I don't know.
1: Well, I think one I of the things. So fun. one of the one of the before before we had spoken or emailed or anything like that. One of the there's been six or eight sort of Mount Rushmore argument. No, I say arguments, but I, I don't think that's a bad word. I mean, uh, yeah. discussions that you and I have had disagreements on things and or whatever. And I, one of the originals was that you were basically. You were basically it was the same idea about it started with this sort of energy thing and you were kind of like i yep. think on one of these die i mean I, i'm going to paraphrase and i might misspeak a little bit but i'm sure. trying just to just get the gist of it but one of the die i can what what if i could i could remove three of the faces off of it yep and i was like and my, i was like fine first of all i don't think you can do that but i'll even grant sure. you that it's if possible you right. if, if you, can. you can do nothing with the other one if it is randomly one through six It doesn't matter if you can, because what that means is, let's say, let's just pretend on the second die, you could perfectly control to where it was only show a one, two, or a three. You could remove the four, five, and six off of the die of the second one. If you can do nothing with the first one, well, that just means that some of the time I'm going to never throw a seven. And some of the time I'm now, I'm going to throw a seven 33% of the time, and it's going to turn out. That half the time of zero and half the time of 33 works out also to be one out of six. You haven't done anything, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's just, there's nothing, there's no opinion there. That's just the reality of, that's just the facts of how, of how the arithmetic works. And so it's like, unless you can, unless you can control, remove faces off of both of them. Right. Then we might be onto something.
0: And that's what we're going for, right? So my well, that's why on. I told
1: you to set it up. And I, I know I feel yeah, like I—I right. I, I knew this was going to happen. I feel bad because <laughs> the number of times you've had to—you've had to explain to somebody else. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm throwing a bunch of sevens or whatever right now. The point is,
0: yeah, it's not care. that the set yeah. doesn't matter.
1: It's that right. we can't do any science on it if we keep changing the initial conditions. Totally, totally you're not allowed to go outside and see like you know take mm-hmm. a picture and see how far you can you can see if you do it on only rainy rainy days and then sunny days and then try and mix them up together right this has to right. be you have to start in the the point the point, and we'll get to there when you get to the end is like the point is if you could show that you can control the the number of any face to show up mm-hmm. well then perfect Then we'll just stack the fours on top of each other and bet inside Mm -hmm. numbers or whatever it is. Like, I don't, or it doesn't make any difference. Like, I mean, you talk about no one's going to be able to sharpshoot, right? But when, 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 I don't, when dice influencers or controllers or whatever euphemism they use for themselves now, what they, when they start moving the goal, when you hear them say that the set doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. well, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because if you've got some ability to influence the final resolution. Oh, I, I said that.
0: Nobody else does. <laughs> I, well,
1: I've said okay. that
0: before, but I don't think like anybody else. Yours,
1: yours, yeah. for what the experiment you're doing, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, point, right. it, it's like you could just as easily do twos and fives versus ones and sixes. And we just count those instead. It doesn't make any oh. difference which one you start yeah. with.
0: The you the, the, what's what matters when you start, and I say this a lot, when you start with the twos on top or the fives on top or the fours on top, it's the sevens are still in the same spot. Right, yeah. <laughs> both die are on are on primary. You're still got half your rolls are sevens, and that's yeah. what you were saying before. Like, if you controlled one but not the other one, fifty percent of the time, I'm looking at a seven with some of these sets that I use. Do you ever see my my my, my black and white dice that I built? My other practice dice. You got to see these things.
1: I don't know that I have.
0: Oh, these are cool. Yeah, I'll show them to you. You can, you can see them on camera. I made these dice that are they have black. Okay. Yeah. They're black yeah. on on one side and they're they're like white on the other side. So the, all the sides are white. I got and all you. The, the ends are black. So I, when I stack them, I stack the black side on top. Yeah. And how many times do I get a black? How many times exactly. do I get a white? Because that's all I care about. Can I control? Well, it? that's all we're doing. You know, that's know? all I'm doing with the sixes and ones. I wish I could buy actual dice like this. Like if you Because yeah. it wouldn't matter. The set wouldn't matter to me in that regard. Um, it saves you to the time of having to
1: explain to people every video that, yeah. no, I know the second. I, I know. I feel... I feel yeah, bad about how many times you have to do that explanation. It's yeah. like just. And my
0: morning show, it's the same thing. When I do the 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 weekly paycheck thing, um, I get a lot of advice for changing sets, but yeah. I can't. I'm, I'm logging yeah. rolls every time, and if it works, it works, and if I get more sevens, fine. Maybe it's if it works, right.
1: you be, you'll be changing the die every every time. I'm
0: yeah. Well, you'll go. Oh, again, I'm trying to hit a nine now.
1: Let me put yeah. fours and fives in the middle or whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's well, that's
0: going to be your job, right? If we ever figure this yeah, out.
1: Because if you I, can if you can make the ones <laughs> and sixes show up more than they should, I will tell you how to set the initial conditions, yeah. and I'll buy your plane ticket down here. That's fine. So what does? Let me ask you a question because
0: we're, we're, we'll probably cut, cut off here in a little bit. But what's yeah. what does three percent mean? Because right now I'm doing that. I get more ones and sixes about three percent of the time. I get three percent of the time I get one die to work and one die not to work, which is the perfect condition. There's no sevens. I'm there three percent of the time. Is that actionable, or is that still so small that it doesn't even matter? Like, well, what's like, what's the number that that I have to get to, or that you would be yeah, like? Yeah, I could give you, you a more robust
1: really answer. I, I could give a more detailed answer with some time to work through exactly what that would mean. Anything is some anything matters a little, right? I mean, it's just sure. so it, it'd be like. What is a good way to put this? So it'd be approximately like. Taking, say, I'm going to have a strategy where I just bet, you know, the 30, 35 black at the roulette wheel or whatever. But I get to take one of the, I get to take one of the numbers off the wheel. Something like that. So not nothing. Right. In a game like roulette, that's not a, a two and a half percent edge. Isn't, if for somehow you could do that, wouldn't be enough. You'd still be a losing, you'd be losing less in mm-hmm. craps in certain. In certain betting strategies, you could you could get it to where I mean I don't know if that's enough. I need to, I need to think more thoroughly about this, so I don't want to yeah. give it the wrong answer. But every little bit would help if it were real, right? If it right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, two three percent is is not nothing. Um, I if you could if you could lock that in, I would prefer I would prefer it. I would prefer you to be able to hit threes and four slightly more often. Cause I'd like to bet inside numbers or whatever. Right. Sure. Like, so every little bit helps, you know, just, you know, if the bleed is lower than it would otherwise be. Um,
0: and I think that there it is, you just, you just hit on, on the magical phrase cause I think honestly, the result of all this is not going to be me hitting more inside numbers to make a bunch of more. I may find a better pocket, but I think the the, the thing is going to be a, a smaller bleed. You may lose one. Well, those are the same. Time. So so the way like, you lose, somebody- You lose less often, right? If, like you don't get burned for your, your your 640 across and you don't get burned. one. Like we were talking about like, you know, betting across versus betting two numbers, right? right. And betting across is an 80% win rate. It's a 0.83% house edge and all that stuff. If I can not lose that, one extra time, and it's eighty-three percent or eighty-four percent instead of eighty sure. percent win rate. That's enormous. That actually is a that's a, a bleed of six fifty or whatever it is. That's a lot. It's not like I'm winning more. Like I'm like I'm not counting the one forty that I would win on a number as the reason why I did this. It's so that I can survive an extra roll. Or
1: yeah, you know, I guess the, the way I look at you know. Yeah, I think the way I look at it is—is those are equivalent statements to me. Losing less and winning Uh more are literally the same thing to me, because we, you know, something we'll get into in a in a longer, more in-depth thing is, I think anyone who's thinking about this reasonably would agree that this game is negative expectation. Hmm. You really, I, I I am, I have, I have not yet, and there are other people that would, I think, back this up that have no one's yet see. Consistent proof that you could move this in in the direction um, to where it's positive expectation. Like you're not, you can be an advantage blackjack player. I I I believe personally that there is no such thing as an advantage craps player. Some people will argue that that's what they are, and that's fine. I don't really (laughs) want to argue with people over it. Believe what you want to believe. Um, So if if we come at this from From that standpoint, then making, making the thing be less negative expectation means, yeah, it can manifest in different ways. It can manifest as a more, more days where I win versus lose. It can manifest as less times I get, you know, smacked on the come out or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I look at these things over, you know, enormous scales and those are the same thing, right? However, it it may look different to different strategies along the way, but, um, The thing we'll 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 get into this another time, but like until
0: yeah, oh I really I mean
1: I have a lot to say a lot to say about this because (laughs) because one of the things like my most the teaser for something we'll we'll do a whole episode on if you if you want to I don't want to invite myself into your sphere but like one of the things that we really need to talk about is the the strategy crafter's relationship to variance because Mm -hmm. like. I, I, I don't know if I could – well, I, I could show it to you in an objective way, and, and some people would, would – it would probably resonate with, and some people it probably wouldn't. But when you are playing a game where you're behind the eight ball, where you are always at a net, at a disadvantage, no matter what your strategy is, the only way that you can win is to have luck on your side yep. in the statistical sense – luck is a deviation from the norm or the expected expected or average outcome that's also mm-hmm. we would call that variance to speak sort of loosely about it right and so when you the only time you should ever be trying to devise a strategy that has a very very small amount of variance is if you could somehow get the expectation in your favor that's what the casino is doing the casino is, is trying to get you would love for you and everyone else to just bet offsetting with one another yeah, because from their perspective, then they just sort of get to take the toll for letting you all play. And I'll take take your money from you because you lost. And I'll take a little piece off the top and give what's left over to this guy on this table. The casino doesn't care. Well, isn't, who, that kind of, wins. isn't that
0: kind of why they teach at the casinos and all the books that they try and sell that the whole past line with odds things is is that's what it is. It's a low variance play that they can bank on that. I think there uh, variance is the secret to, to winning.
1: You have to, it's, it's, the only, it's literally, it's not even, this is a thing that, that I would it, argue very, very strongly that this is not an opinion. You cannot win without variance in a game where you're expected to lose and all of these casino games you're expected to lose. And if you that's were true. a, if you're a, an advantage blackjack player, someone who can literally card count and play perfect strategy and have large bet spreads and things like that, things are very real and let's just say for the sake of illustration that the casino is not backing you off or whatever, the only reason you lose is because of variance. You're making a positive expected value play every time you make a bet, and you're playing in a way that if, if, if we could just go, let's not even do it, let's just let's calculate the, the average outcome and just pay out the average outcome. Well, in a game like Advantage Blackjack, you would, you would be receiving the money. In a game like Craps, Roulette or Baccarat or any of these other games, If we just said, well, the expected value is minus 1% or whatever, so let's not play. Let's just, you know, take over 1%. That's what would happen. So if you want to do better than that, you have to get lucky. You have to experience positive variance. And so we'll... We'll do we'll dig into that really deep at want some to get point some, if you like. I want
0: to get some visuals of that at some point. I would, would things love
1: things. to draw I've I've literally got them drawn or I have got oh. sugar cubes ready to go. Like it's one of these days we'll have I, to do that on the show. because I, I want to yeah, see Yeah, absolutely. It. I want to
0: see the mathematical proof behind it, but I know like, yeah. we all know it, right? And variant variance is constant. I think that's another thing too. You can look at the game and in, in in the 10,000 roles you'll see in your entire life or whatever the number of roles you'll see in your life. And you'll be right. at. I think I'm at like
1: 200,000 already, but
0: yeah, whatever the number is, right. You'll be at the curve for sure. But in a session, you'll never see 36 perfect roles. Of course. Once in a billion, you'll see them. Well, yeah, sure. You're, you're always in a variant. And I think one thing I'm going to have to pick your brain on. And again, this is great stuff for future episodes is the, and you, you brought up the idea of, of persona or archetypes earlier. Um, the, the, the the John the 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 daily paycheck guy yeah. versus the home run hitter that is Jv versus the the party let's go out and have fun for a night with our friends player like right? the, the pure recreational person right those and, you, and we can take out the degenerates like the sure. I'm coming in here with my with my 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 paycheck trying to make rent with my crap play yep. the three main archetypes they experience that variance in a whole different way. They experience it the same, but they they profit from it or not in different ways. And I think that the paycheck player just has a whole different view of the world, right? And in 27 good variants, they're going to make 500 bucks. And in three bad variants, they're going to lose 5K, right? Versus yeah. the home run yeah. hitter. The home run hitter who three times is going to turn 5,000 into 50. And 27 yes. times turns 5,000 into zero. Correct. Like the way that they embrace and attack the variant is so interesting to me. And I think that's where your statistical, like, like your life's work is going to help bring some of that, like down to earth for me. And you really, yeah. I I appreciate,
1: you know, I I appreciate the intuition that you have for it because one of the things, one of the reasons I get a little bit, um, abrupt with the way that I comment on things or, or uh, engage with people is because I, I believe that there are some people and I'll, I'll admit that it's probably still the minority. I think some people don't know and they, they don't, they don't have any sort of nefarious uh, intentions behind it, but there are a lot of people who will put out strategies and systems and especially the people that sell them to you. They are designed to prey on the mentality that you are that this idea that a very small chance of a very large loss is something that most people don't have the ability to reconcile in their heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you if you gave if you gave a hundred people a strategy that was going to win ninety nine percent of the time and lose one percent of the time. And then you gave a different hundred people a strategy that was going to lose a small amount of money 99% of the time and win a decent amount of money 1% of the time, even if you could rig the system so that these strategies on average, both won and lost the same total amongst the groups, you have 99 satisfied customers in one scenario and only one satisfied customer in the other. And I believe that certain people do this on purpose. I believe some people don't understand what they're doing. But you're still sort of preying on this, the average person's lack of numerical, uh, numeracy, I guess is the word I would use. Like, mm-hmm. And it's nobody's fault. I don't ever begrudge people. Look, I think mo- most happy lives are lived without having to worry about the knowledge of the detailed statistics and this sort of thing. But this, this idea of, I think too many of these, and they have different, a lot of them are Martingales, a lot of them are Martingales in disguise. They can have up as you lose or euphemistic terminology around them, that what they are, are things that have, the, the bad outcome is very, very rare and so large that if you were to kind of draw the little distribution chart, like you do every morning or every
0: mm-hmm.
1: every time with your, here's my here's my rolls, two through 12, and here's what it, where it draws a nice little bell curve. We can draw a distribution just like that for these strategies, but the very bad outcomes are so far away That if you kind of squint and look a little bit too close at it, you can't see them. And the average person, because they can't see them and they don't experience them very often, thinks they're not there. And so when they do show up, it's very catastrophic, not only for their bankroll, but for their mentality. And I feel very strongly about sort of fighting against that kind of stuff. But when we get to the time to to draw the pictures and show you, I'll, I'll show you exactly what I mean, because all of the strategy crafting, I think it's sort of fun. I don't do it myself, but like, I think people think I don't want strategies to exist or that I think strategy crafting is stupid. I don't think any of it is I think we're all sort of the same level of stupid. Like we all play this game and we're all bleeding to death very slowly. And some of us bleed to death a little faster than others because if you make a bunch of hot bets or you do that, like there are certain ways that we can bleed faster than others, but we're all sort of equal levels of stupid. And I mean that sort of tongue in cheek, right? Sure. We're just having fun. Like that, at least I, that's supposed to be what it is. Hopefully it's, if it stops being fun, maybe that's a different discussion. But like when we try and introduce these things, like, I mean, I've seen videos on YouTube where people ask, ask some of these folks like, okay, I'm, you know, how much money do I need if I want to buy a house, you know, with my winnings? It's like, oh, you just need a bankroll of 30 grand no that's not that's not how this works you're gonna lose if you play long enough you are guaranteed to lose it now anybody can get lucky right a lot of and many people can get lucky for longer than you might think but that that experiencing only the you know being able to dodge the bad outcome in a martingale or up as you lose or whatever kind of strategy you want to do, if you dodge that for a long time, I think that's almost worse because when it does happen to you, you'll have a false sense of understanding how, how lucky or unlucky you've been going forward. And um, I've told you a story before, I'll, I'll save it for another time, about the guy who could do the 11-step martingale and he lost it twice in a row. Jeez. It's a real Jeez. thing. that can, now, now, is that really, really unlikely? Of course it is. But that guy. Well, first of all, uh, my guess—I never saw him again after that. My guess is he didn't. He wasn't bankrolled to withstand two bankrolls. I and mean, the guy lost forty thousand dollars in starting off with a five-dollar field bet. That's literally where it started—five in the Sanity. field. Right?
0: My god! Yeah. And he
1: lost it twice, so he lost forty-seven thousand dollars. Even if he never, so he'd have to go something. I think I worked it out one time. He'd have to go, you know, six months of playing, you know, four or five hours a day with, and and if the thing that just happened to him twice in a row never happened in that period of time, then he'd be back. He would he wouldn't be winning anything. He would just recoup his losses. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. I just don't think people fully understand that. I, I think I can, I think I could pictorially show that someday um, in a way that is more digestible than that'd fancy math, but that'd be good. I, I hope so. Anyway.
0: Well, I, again, I think it's, it's, you gotta see it. You gotta see it. I, I'm lucky enough that I can, I can call myself a lifetime winner, right? Be, because, I've never had the bankroll to go completely tits up. Yeah, Like I've, I've never gone busto. I've lost a few hundred bucks here and there. I've won big enough times to cover my small losses because I'm, I've always been, you know, a thousand or sub thousand dollar player until just a few years ago. So all the, the analogy, life, I, I agree. Fine.
1: I, so I don't dispute that. Let me be clear. I don't, it's coming. Well, I know
0: it's coming someday, right? There's no question I'm going to get I mean, here at some
1: point. But in the long term, it, it's sort of immutably true that it will come. But this is the way I would analogize that. So, imagine getting a stadium full of people to pair off against mm-hmm. one another and flip a coin, heads okay. or tails. All the winners stand up, the losers sit down, and then you pair up again, so on and so on and so on. You could take, you know, the entire Seattle Seahawks football stadium full of people. And after about 15 or 20 or whatever it is, flips, you'd be down to one person who still hadn't lost a coin flip. That person's not good at coin flipping, right? That person's probably going to start to believe that they're good at it, right? But even if it's literally a computerized random thing and like, you know, whatever, that person person has no coin flipping skill. Just the nature of this game, if enough people play enough different ways and so on and so forth... Someone is going to. If we cover all of the possible outcomes, well, one of some of those outcomes are, yeah, I I've lost you know five sessions in one fifty. Uh, I there, there are people out there that are like that. What I what I don't like is when those people try and either capitalize on that by telling selling systems to people, right. or they believe they're <laughs> like they're immune to losses or like that, that kind of stuff is just the re I don't care what one person thinks. I care about the person who silently watches your videos or someone else's videos and doesn't, doesn't know any better. They're not schooled in this stuff. And they think, aha, you know, you get a room full of people, you put a hundred people in a room and tell them that one of you is going to be the lucky one. 25 of them are going to believe that they're the lucky one right like that's just how it works right perfect. and so i don't want there to be 25 people yeah. you know out of a hundred who watch a video silently and don't know any better and show up at mm-hmm. the craps table and go well i saw a guy because i saw a guy do this once he he had some kind of like lay the lay the five and across bets and hit one hit and come to, you know whatever one of these sort of hybridy kind of things sure. and the guy just watched literally the guy some guy threw like four fives in a row or whatever it was the, the perfect the perfect storm for this guy. And he, he lost all the money so fast. It was, it it was no more than a minute. And you could tell that you could tell from his face that that was not only maybe money he couldn't afford to lose, but also he had no idea that was possible in his mind. And whether he was told it was impossible or not, I have no idea, but you could tell he, he learned this kind of thing. And like, there you go. It's now it broke me. And he, he, Probably is not capitalized. It didn't seem like at the time the way he was acting was not sort of capitalized to keep trying or wait for something better to come along or dig out of the hole or whatever. And so I just I don't know why I feel protective of people in that way, but I I do. Well, so that's kind of spirit.
0: You're you're clearly 100 right there, and I and I honestly, cult here, I got to do a better job. Honestly, when I roll stuff out on my tables on um, in, in the in the paycheck show and when I roll them out here. Of starting every video by saying this strategy will ultimately lose because it's true. Ultimately. I think well, I want to give you ultimately, credit, though. I really that's do. It's, I, it's,
1: well, okay. I, I want to. I'll, I'll, I want. For that. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Right. I, I, all I do, all I do is like I'm the guy <laughs> who's like, yeah, yeah, but every time I type anything, but but you you, I want to give you credit for not. You are not selling. Not I mean not literally, but you're not like. Right saying, hey guys, this is what you should be doing or this is the way to make it work. I think you are as objective as anybody as I've seen, which is why I respect what you do and I'm appreciative and I like to start the dialogue with you. Um, I I think the thing that is so funny and this doesn't make for great content, right? Like I think it's great. I enjoy the morning rollouts and stuff like that. It it doesn't make, the, the real way to do it, as you know, is to go, okay, we've seen five iterations, which is better than one. Right. but five iterations of anything is still really, really small. It, it's not mm-hmm. enough. That doesn't fill out the distribution of possible outcomes. The only way to do that is to do that strategy a thousand times or 5,000 times. And obviously that's not going to happen in person like sure. that. So you could you could simulate all this stuff in Wincrafts, but it doesn't make for great content because you could just go, because the reality, and this is something that's still, I mean, I still argue with people in the comment section of your videos over this stuff. Even though every single strategy you and anyone else has ever done, you program that thing in WinCrafts and let it run, all of them are losers. There's not one that comes out ahead in the long run. People still believe they don't believe they'll come up. Well, you can't do it in a computer because random number generators are faulty or whatever. And, totally,
0: yeah, that's and I, totally fine. Sucks,
1: yeah. I mean, may look. I, I I've yet to meet somebody in that says that they could tell me. Because we could, let's talk about random number generation and why you think it's not. I'm happy to engage in that level because yeah. RNGs are not perfect, and maybe the WinCrafts one is flawed in some way. I was like, you know, show me why you think it's flawed. I'm willing to entertain that, but they don't actually have a reason. That's just the that's just an easy thing to throw out there to go. Eh, you can't do that on windcrafts. like you know, my I know better because I've done this you know a hundred times and whatever. It's just it doesn't make for great content to go at the end of. I imagine at the end of every payday or paycheck Friday, you go. And let's look at the windcrafts oh look they all it, it lost you it know 1.8 <laughs> percent yeah it looks like oh look at this one it also lost 1.8 percent this one lost one point you know whatever the the weighted average mm-hmm. house edge is gonna be somewhere in like the one to four percent range for every one of them and so that that's not i understand i as a i i don't envy the the difficulty of trying to make these things it's continue really to nice. be interesting and i appreciate wh- how you do it <laughs> I, I i don't i don't i couldn't do it myself i would I would go, I would go mad because I was like, no matter how it's like, to me, it's sort of, I think it's beautiful in like a very sort of um, ephemeral way, how regardless of, the, the different machinations that you could come up with. I've got 18 strategies and all of them are wildly different than one another. And you run a horse race with all of them and they all just wind up tied for last, you know, it's like, well, first, however you want to look <laughs> that's at it. But how it happens, yeah. And so it's that's like, so, yeah, it, it, I think that's, what's so cool about, I think that's sort of fascinating about the game, you know, but like, but you know, and when it, someone when it, doesn't want to see that, they're not going to respond. A, there's a
0: fun factor to it too. Like to me, the daily paycheck thing, there's a fun factor to that where, I always say like, like how bad did I sweat today? Like, like today I ran away one sure. strategy, right? I didn't, and I didn't sweat at all. I, and I've worked that strategy hundreds of times. I never sweated once. I'm going to get, I'm going to get burned at some point, but it's like that one. I'm like, okay, this is never had a problem. Last week's strategy never had a problem. Some weeks I'm like, shit, I go from 5,000 to 500 in like no time. Like, oh my God, that was super volatile. You know, yeah. there's, that's the thing that's fun about it. I think one thing, I'm, and I will get to this at some point, is we're going to have about 30,000 rolls. By the time I get done with my practice rolls, um, I've got about five or 6,000 rolls captured from the Coffee and Crap shows, and I'll have about 10,000 rolls from the, the Daily Paycheck, all rolled into one giant roll file for WinCraps. Yeah. That'll be 30,000 rolls, roughly, what, five or 6,000 points being set or shooters, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Um, that will be good as the... Non RNG, actual sure. John rolled them on camera for you. Rolls to run strategies against.
1: When Even you do that, just for much. me, just for yeah. me. When you do that, do it with the Windcraps RNG and yours, and then don't tell anybody. And put them side by side, and ask people if they can tell yep. them apart. I'm willing to bet that no <laughs> one's going to be able to tell them apart.
0: Can I tell you a secret? And then of I'll course. let you go. This is pretty funny. I actually did this. I did. I was. I did this comparison today. Actually, for the show where I did 160 across and I did a $30 six and eight, right? One hit and down yep. just to see yep. what would happen. Right. I ran it in wincraps and I ran, I had three roll files. Um, one, which is all the roles I've done so far. So it's like 9,000 rolls or something. like that. I ran it against that. And all of them, they're, they're doing this. And then all of a sudden they start shitting themselves and it goes to zero. Like yeah. it always does. And I'm like, man, that's weird, you know, because like, they were, they were, they were. Actually, I was like watching the graph. I'm going, these aren't that bad. It's almost like the 0.083 house edge is kind of doing its thing. It's kind of treading water. Then it just goes into the toilet, <laughs> you know. Well, then I realized that I have my control shooting, my garage shooting as the first 3,000 rolls in that file, and the second, like 6,000 rolls, is all the bullshit from the morning show. Yeah, that's where it tails off. And I'm like, I got to show him this. <laughs> I got to get <laughs> JB on the phone and look. <laughs> My good throws actually made me money, and my shitty throws lost me money. I know what's confirmation bias, but it cracked me up when I saw that. Um, I am going to split that out and do two separate runs because I think you're right. I got to see like the I'm trying, the I don't care rolls, and the RNG, the pure RNG rolls, and really is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it would just, yeah. How that split is because it'll be fascinating. That, this is the kind of stuff that I, you know, you, I'm a computer guy, you know that. I could nerd out on that crap forever. I sure. could do like show after show on that stuff. People would all fall asleep. They'd all I'd have yeah. to do it like a, like a cocktails and crap. So they can all drink while I'm doing it. But to me, it's fun to see like that kind of how the weighted averages work out like that. It's very cool. So anyway, um, we've been on the, we've been on this call for like an hour and a half. I think it's probably, I know I, I could talk
1: for a million years. I appreciate I I, it. I'll let you
0: oh, Dude, This is great. I could do this with you all day long. We'll do a couple more. I might actually split this into two episodes. We'll see, but we could do this all day. I have, I have topics out the wazoo to talk to you about. I may even bring some other folks if you don't mind, and we can have like a I don't three, find or, it all. three or four person kind of back and forth on some things because I think you're bringing this whole different like academic outlook on it, but you're also like a realistic adrenaline junkie too, which I think is this fantastic like superhero. I think it's cool. Right? It'll be. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's that's very.
1: That's I <laughs> think that's a very kind way to to put that combination. But yeah, I would just say so, that that yeah. this is. This is, I I come at this from, yes, I understand all of the underlying fundamentals, but I, you know, I'm a practitioner too. I play a lot. I mean, Mm -hmm. there, my guess is that we'll see, I don't know how far your reach is, but my guess is that I've given enough away for the, there's certain people that play with me often enough that are like, my guess is some of those people watch these shows and listen to this stuff. So they'll, they'll they'll recognize it and that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, am not just, I'm not the old man at the end of the corner playing, you know, do we don't with, you know, max don't odds on one point or whatever. Like, that's not, um, that's, that, that's not what I'm doing. I just, you know, yeah. I've, well, I've and just, it's
0: funny. Cause that was my total again, you know, bias bias comes into play. That was my picture.
1: I do, don't
0: And then, you know, and, and, and you had this, this, this idea of bias where you, you put somebody in a box and then you, you meet them and you talk to me, you go, okay, they stepped right out of that box. Like they completely yeah. smacked my, my preconceptions, which was awesome. And I think that's uh, I appreciate that so much.
1: Well, I don't know if I've made any more friends this way or not, but hopefully at least yeah. people and I don't, I, well, honestly, okay. I'm not really, I'm not, I'm okay if I didn't, it doesn't really bother me. I think that's, yeah. that's really the essence of my personality, but I do, I do hope that it helps frame like the, the way that I'm coming at this and okay. like the next time somebody reads one of my snarky comments, like <laughs> that there's actually some altruism underlying it. hundred percent. I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I will, I will try, I will try and get an uninformed flat earth believer to stop believing the earth is flat. But I just, I, very quick. Once I explain to them that the earth is not flat, when they continue to believe that it's flat, then I don't have any time for that anymore. And the flat earth there's, there's, you know, flat earth as an analogy for plenty of the people with the things they believe and don't believe as it relates to gambling, you know, just, I'm happy to try and inform. I enjoy informing people. I'd love to meet other people, talk to them. I'm happy to answer questions, you know, um, you know, about whatever I can add value to, but, um, I just kind of wanted to do this as a way to give back a little bit because I've listened to your stuff. There's no telling how many hours of, of my life, you know, content-wise I've consumed of yours. I mean, hundreds and hundreds because I've listened to so many of these things twice. Uh, so I just thought maybe if there's some some insight I can give to try and help you a little bit, i I'd, I'd be happy to do it. Wow. And if you have, again, I'll be happy to chat about whatever.
0: Definitely so. And I, and I said, I, I think your altruism comes through. I think that's 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 a great thing. I think you add a lot. You added a lot. Just in the, And this is like, we talked about this earlier, this is like a 10,000 foot view.
1: Yeah, we like, haven't gotten into the weeds. I mean, there's probably it's some small people small who are small. thinking that we're in the weeds, but I assure you, we're nowhere near the weeds, yet. <laughs> the weeds
0: We're not even close to the weeds. We're looking at the weeds. And, <laughs> yes. and, and, and frankly, the earth is flat, so you can see all the weeds exactly right. well, that's you can of, see the
1: kind yeah, of exactly you can see <laughs> infinite in all directions apparently. Infinite,
0: yes exactly. watch out for the edge hey man thanks exactly. for doing this um why don't we uh, cut it here and we'll do it again i get we'll do it you and me a couple times we have some more people to come in i think this is going to be a good series um, happy to man and i really appreciate your time
1: absolutely Thank you too man.
0: man.